Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. I don't know about you, but where I live, the weather's getting cooler and the days are getting shorter. And nothing warms you from the inside like having a nice hot meal with friends and family. So Anita and I will share two of our favorite ways to rally the troops and to have a fantastic meal together. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you, too. The truth is you can do this, and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable, and it's got to be delicious, too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte, and let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Power on Plants podcast. Now, hopefully you have grabbed your matcha latte and you've pulled up your chair and you have joined us for yet another conversation. Now, if you're joining us again, we're so glad to have you back. But if you've never been here, we are all about whole food plant-based living and making it simple, enjoyable, and, and delicious. it's got to be delicious. It's you know gotta it's got to taste good. Life's too short for nasty tasting food. Plus, <laughs> if it is nasty, you're not going to want to do it. You'll do it for a short period of time. Maybe you have a certain result that you want to yeah. get. And once you hit it, it just won't work. You're going to abandon last. ship and never come back. That and is so, so And true. who would blame you? Who so would blame true. you? Well, today we're talking about what can you do when you want somebody to come over for dinner? Or say you're having dinner guests. Or you're going to go to somebody's house. You've been invited over for dinner. But especially on this one... I mean, you can use these ideas to take to other people's houses, but I think especially it's just really great what we're talking about today for when you want to have people over. We get this question so much. What do I do? This is real life, real life situation. I'm eating plant-based now, or I want to eat plant-based. I want some great ideas for eating plant-based. Yeah, but I'm having meat dairy eaters over, and I don't know what they'll like. What would be really tasty to serve them when they come over? So we have some ideas for you today, two of our favorite ideas that we want to share with you. And which, you want to just jump into it, or did you have something you wanted to say? Well, no, these are two great ideas. I was thinking right now the weather's starting to get a little cooler outside. It's 
hitting that time of year. Oh, yeah. And you want those comfort foods, too. And I feel like mm-hmm. these two ideas really hit that as well. I think so, and too. And they're going to be fun. They're going to be things that people want to participate in. Although these are things we eat all year long. Well, so. we do eat them all year long. But, yeah. you know, if you had us, there could be certain ideas where people hear them and they think, yeah, you know, I haven't checked my calendar, but I'm busy that day. Right. No, these are fun ideas that people are going to love. All right. So the first one is the pasta bar. Pasta bar. Love pasta bar. And I have done this even taking food to other people's houses because we're going to give you a lot of different options for pastas, sauces, things like that. Pick one sauce, one pasta, and you can take it. Like we went recently to a family member's house and I thought, I want to take lasagna, but I don't want to make a lasagna. And people are always wowed if you have a really good plant-based lasagna recipe. And basically all that boils down to is a really good sauce. You're going to layer your noodles the same way. And then you need a really great cheese recipe. Like, how do I get that creamy ricotta cheese, that white cheese in there? And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to do that today as well. So we did that. I mean, we took the pasta to boil there. So it was family. So we're just going to get a pot, put on the water, boil the pasta there. So we took the pasta and it was whole grain. Now, one thing you have to be careful about with pasta is you don't want to just pick up a wheat pasta. You know, you say this is wheat or even rice pasta if you're eating gluten-free, something like that. Just an example because there are a lot of different gluten-free ones. You've got to get the whole grain. So if you're buying rice pasta, always get brown rice because brown rice is going to have the bran is going to be the whole grain. And then with wheat, it needs to say whole wheat, not just wheat pasta, whole wheat pasta. But you also have to look at the label because we actually saw this just a few days ago where it said whole wheat, but it didn't say 100% whole wheat. Oh, my goodness. That was the front of the box, right? It said whole wheat. And then when you look on the back, so what they did is the wheat that was in there was whole wheat, but I think it may have had something Mm -hmm. like rice or some other flour in there. So did it say 100%? Is that 100% whole wheat? No, the one that I saw, it said whole wheat, but when you looked at the label on the back, it was not not 100% whole wheat. So the wheat that was in there was whole, but it had another ingredient with it. So sometimes... Tricky. Tricky. It's like I say, the front of the package is like a billboard. They're advertising what they want you to see. They're not necessarily lying, but they're not necessarily giving you full truth either. It's a little tricky. When you look at the label on the back where the ingredients are, that's where you get the full picture. So Mm -hmm. just a little something to be aware of. Absolutely. So you've got your pasta. Let's say you have somebody coming over. But like when I went to my family member's house, so I took the pasta, the sauce, and the cheese. Yes. And you loved it. And they, you know, this is the fun part. This is the really fun part because they're not as familiar with eating this way. They eat the way we used to eat. They cook a lot of their meals homemade, but they eat a lot of meat and dairy and things like that. So they're very interested, even if it's not something that they want to do right now for themselves, they're interested in how do you eat this way? Like, how do you, how do you do that? And is it really any good? I think that's probably one of the questions they think, but don't actually ask. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when it's family and you want to go over and visit and hang out, but you don't want to make it a burden on them and they know you eat differently and you don't want them to have to wonder what in the world can I make? What should I cook and make it a burden? So you just want to hang out and have fun. So I just pre-cooked everything before I went except the pasta. We threw that in the water when we got there and then I had pre-made the cheese. So that takes all of five minutes and I am not kidding you. It's tofu and cashew cream mixed together and those are very simple to make. 
you throw those together and then just a few spices like I put a little lemon zest to make it taste good and you can leave that out but I did it because I like it I mean you can even add Italian seasonings in there but ricotta doesn't usually have that so what I did I like to put garlic in mine so I just did the tofu cashew cream some garlic boom it's done and um, and the consistency was said, extremely it's similar to ricotta. But I didn't want to build a lasagna. I just didn't want to take the time. So we just took the we, it's a lasagna in your bowl. So basically, you layered. They layered the pasta once it was done with the cheese that I had made, and then I made a sauce before I left, which. You can do any kind. I mean, I have a fettuccine Alfredo sauce that you can make, a white creamy sauce, but we took my bolognese sauce and it's basically like a meaty sauce, a hearty sauce. So it had a lot of vegetables and um, walnuts in it for the meat. And it's just such a wonderful recipe. I love that recipe and it always gets rave reviews, even by meat eaters. It's just, it's that good. I mean, there was a lot of, what did you put in this now? How did you make it? And a lot of second and third bowls that were being dipped. And this is how you do it and show other people how to make this enjoyable and that, yeah, I'm not eating nasty tasting food. Yeah, this is really good. It's really satisfying. And oh, by the way, I didn't feel bad after I I was just thinking, right? Yes, that it was noticed that afterwards, about 30 minutes, they didn't feel that slump, like they need to go take a nap. When we know that's the case, that happens when you're eating the standard American diet and you feel exhausted. It just hits you 30 minutes after and it doesn't fuel your body the way you need it. We just don't get that anymore. No. And I thought that feeling that way was just normal that you eat and your body just has to almost hibernate for Mm -hmm. 30 minutes, an hour to digest. No, no, ladies. That's not normal. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's just not, not normal. No, it's just what how you, what your body has to do. It's what happens whenever you're eating the regular foods. You're just exhausted and your body goes into this. I don't know, just this process of survival mode almost. I mean, that's almost what it's like. Yeah. Just you're well, constantly in, I was constantly in survival mode. For me, the word, are you talking about after you eat? Yeah, yeah. I, I would almost say the word that came to mind was a funk. Food. I mean, you've almost got this, this well, um, short hangover. Yeah, for you about call it food hour. hanger. Well, over. food hangers, hangover is the morning after you've eaten a terrible meal. Well, <laughs> delicious, but terrible for you. And then you, you wake up and you really feel that sense mm-hmm. of, of what have I done? Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes with these meals, for about an hour afterwards, you feel just very sluggish. Yeah, and we don't feel like that exhausting. with this. Now, taking our story here of going over to family members doing a pasta bar with that at your home, at your home, yes, or right. if you're going to someone else's house and they say, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'd like to do that." What you would do is, in the case of our situation, we just took the one sauce, but make more than one. Mm-hmm. So you like could. you said, we've got a fantastic so recipe for fettuccine Alfredo. The Alfredo sauce takes, it, it really takes about five minutes. I mean, you whip it up in your blender, you pour it in a pot and boil it till it gets thick, which takes maybe five minutes. I mean, by the time it's hot, it's thick. So you imagine, I mean, people talk about this is so hard and it's going to take me so long and you get these thoughts in your mind. But when you have somebody to show you who's been there and who does it every day, it becomes so easy. I mean, it's a matter of dropping this stuff into a blender, pouring it in your pot, it boils, it's done. And it, I mean, a lot of people cannot tell the difference. I can't tell the difference. And I was a huge cream-based cheesy lover. I mean, that was my, really was my addiction. (laughs) I was the Dairy Queen. I can't help it. I talk about it all the time, but I mean, I still love my cheesy stuff and this is how you do it. So that, so that Alfredo sauce, I know you're laughing. 
No, I'm just laughing because in my mind I had the song with uh, Phil Collins, but the words were, she's a cheesy lover. <laughs> <laughs> she loved her dairy. We'll just leave it at that. That's a good dairy. one. I like um, it. So you have the Alfredo. You would have the bolognese. You could have just a plain marinara. Mm-hmm. So you have three sauces. Think outside the pasta box. Don't mm-hmm. just think spaghetti. I mean, there's so many other shapes of pasta oh, yeah. that are fun that you could maybe use with a spoon when instead you, of a fork. Right. And if you have several people coming over and it's a bigger party, I mean, you don't have to do everything on your own. Maybe they bring some of the different exactly. pastas. Right? Another point that we wanted to make with this is and that maybe, you can have other people bring some of the stuff so that you don't have all the burden of mm-hmm. meal prep. And just take a quick minute to think about their food preferences. And you can even ask them if they have any preferences because some people like maybe they can't eat gluten or their children can't eat gluten. And so you want to have a gluten-free option. Um, so think beyond the shapes as well. But as much as you can, look for, even in the gluten-free, that whole grain, like whole brown rice, things like that. The brown rice doesn't really have to say whole brown rice, though. It's just brown rice pasta, right. and it's fine. But Because um, there are minerals and vitamins in that brand that you're removing when you take the brand away. Right. And I even have a recipe in the cookbook of uh, Parmesan cheese. So you could serve that as well. And that, again, it's another recipe you take. You throw just a few ingredients in a food processor in a blender and it's done. And that's an under five minute recipe. I mean, I'm all about this. It's got to be it's got to work with our time or it won't work at all. So that's that's one of those things that. It's just got to happen. It's got to be quick. It's got to be easy. It's got to get on the table fast. And I'm just I'm kind of envisioning a dinner party with the pastas and the sauces. And it's just extremely easy because you have the different stations and you may have a, a some type of a warming pot. You could use a crock pot or right. you could have a pot on the stove on low heat and just keep things warm. And everybody just goes and serves themselves. Yep. And if you have the Parmesan, you could sprinkle that on there if you want to do ricotta so that you have kind of a a lasagna bowl mm-hmm. so it's spaghetti that's lasagna i mean there's just a, a lot of stuff and then if you have uh, different herbs or seasonings uh, another favorite of ours with spaghetti that we've done in the past is actually taking a marinara sauce mm-hmm. and then adding vegetables in it just loading it with cooked oh, yeah. vegetables it could be green beans uh, peas you could take diced carrots right um, somebody might know. like that or if you don't want to do that and you want to keep it simpler just steam some broccoli so people can throw broccoli on you can throw that on the white sauce the broccoli with the alfredo sauce would be great would even be good because uh, i would, would say the flavor is not as strong so if you wanted a, a milder flavor but I'm you're s- still getting the benefits of that cruciferous vegetable we love some cruciferous True. i'm just thinking about getting the color in there making the plate pretty so you've got the bro- ah, the yes. broccoli on there with the white sauce would I'm be really pretty you, she, she's a food artist <laughs> it's got to appeal to all the senses it's got to taste and smell but also has to look appealing too it does it's got to be pretty <laughs> and then the um also some little little tiny tomatoes that they could put on top even raw so the tomatoes and broccoli with that white sauce would be really nice or you know these are the kind of things that you want to be able to put together but none of that stuff takes a long time and i will also say to you and we'll talk more as we go and and we talk about this inside the membership to getting your children involved um because children can cut up tomatoes they can cut up a lot of these things even young children because there are knife sets you can get that were made for young children that won't harm their hands you know so these are things that you can do also to speed up the process um many hands make for light work yeah plus when they're invested in the meal they're much more likely to try it 
and not be resistant to it and say, oh, yeah. oh, this is gross. And also with the bars, kids love it because they can come in, either your your children or other children, they can come in and they can pick what they want to go into their bowl. So they can make their own thing. They have more choices. They have more control over it. And they just like that better. It goes over a lot better with them. It's just fun. It is fun. It's just fun. The bars are a lot of fun. I'm trying to think, so. do we leave anything out? Herbs and spices, have them sitting out. Italian seasonings. Think about your flavor profiles here. So I mean, you this can- is... Is um, oregano. You can have fresh. You can even have fresh herbs out in different bowls if you wanted to get fancy. So you can Ooh, have basil, basil, oregano. Basil would be great. Thyme um, is delicious. Thinking thyme. Red, red pepper flakes. That would be good if people like spicy things, and some people do. So that kick. could be perfect. Absolutely. So these are some of the simple things that you can do on a pasta bar. And you can make a lasagna. You can take all these ingredients we talked about today, layer them up and serve a delicious and beautiful lasagna. If I was doing that, I would get even more greens in there by baking in. um, And I even do this in my pasta sauce as well. You put in greens, cut it really small. And when you're cooking your pasta sauce, the red sauces, it gets so just cooked down and soft and it's delicious. You can fill it, fill it with kale or spinach. And so you you really don't know it's there i mean you can kind Mm -hmm. of see it but as far as flavor wise you don't really notice that it's there right it gives it that nutritional kick absolutely so that's the pasta bar i mean we could go on and on i've got other ideas spinning in my head (laughs) but time is limited time is important so we're going to move on for you guys the next one i want you to think about is a sushi bowl sushi bowl bar now we said yes we did say sushi bowl now sushi bar would be fun i think and you can do it and you can do it and we do that with our own children but if you're thinking gathering with Mm -hmm. other people Especially if people aren't familiar with wrapping, rolling it, people could make a mess. They could get kind of frustrated, yeah. and and I believe that you can have the same enjoyment and experience in a bowl, and it's just a lot easier. It's right. Just scoop them together. You put what you want exactly, and. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. And the thing is, is maybe your friends love sushi. They've wrapped it before at home. They're interested in trying it. Do a sushi bar then. It's the same ingredients we're about to talk about. So you think about that. I like the brown rice, the short grain brown rice. Now, the white rice is going to be more more glutinous. Kind it's going to be more sticky, more traditional. You can do that. But if you're trying to eat more whole plant foods, one thing you can do is do the short grain brown rice. And it works quite nicely, um, especially for a bowl. Now, if you're wrapping it, again, it's not quite as sticky. You can do it. But we usually tend to wrap that inside our nori sheet. So we'll put the nori sheet on the right. outside when we do that. Just we tried so the outside together. and it, it didn't work. It didn't as well. stick and it didn't hold quite as well. Yeah. So I think with the sushi bowl, though, it's really great to use the short grain brown rice. I like that a lot. So you can put it into your bowl first. Now you can push it up down flat into your bowl and make it kind of the shape of the bowl. I mean, you can get fancy as you want. You can do this however you want to, but you can do that. Or you can just plop the rice down in there. Just let everybody make it like they want. But the thing is, deconstruct a vegan sushi or a veggie sushi. What 
would be good in there. And we're going to give you some ideas of the things that we absolutely love in our sushi that would be amazing toppings on this sushi bowl. What's your favorite? I know that I love... It's hard to pick a favorite. Well, it's hard because I like several toppings together because of the flavors that come together. But I'd say my my very favorite is the tofu that you make with oh, the sauce on so it. Okay, but we just recently made another tofu with a different sauce. I think that would be awesome. That was really good. Really good. And what I did with the new sauce, I'll tell you guys, because it's not hard at all and you don't need specific amounts. So what you're going to do is you take a little bowl, you take some fresh ginger, and if you do not have a microplane grater, get yourself one. They're super cheap. Look it up. Get a stainless steel one on Amazon microplane grater get your fresh ginger root okay anybody in a produce section can tell you what it is and where to find it it's not hard and most every most store places it. like we have Publix where we live most of them have mm-hmm. it they may not always be organic but most of them do have right. the ginger root you don't even have to peel it just grate it on the microplane grater probably about a half teaspoon to a teaspoon depending on how much sauce you're making sometimes i even do more depending on how spicy i want it because it is spicy it has a kick oh, it, can, it can have quite a kick right and you're going to be eating it raw but it's very good for you so it keeps the kick but it has really really great nutrients like jared said it fights inflammation it fights cancer it's wonderful fights for in- you infection mm-hmm. so anytime you can get that fresh raw ginger get it okay so you're going to grate that into a bowl you're going to take a garlic press or finely mince with a knife some fresh garlic. So take it out of the skin, mince it up yourself. Don't buy the little jars of pre-mince. Yes, you can do that if you're in a hurry. And sometimes if I'm in a hurry, I'll use garlic powder. But I'm telling you, there's something about the fresh garlic. Again, it's got a little bit of heat, a little bit of a bite. So don't go overboard. Maybe start with one clove. We're used to it. So I'll do multiple cloves in hours. Um, And actually, we are going to cook it. So it will take some of the spice of the garlic out because we're going to bake this tofu. Okay. So this is your tofu sauce. So you've got the ginger mint, um, grated. You've got the garlic pressed or minced in the bowl. Right. Now you're going to take some tamari. Now tamari is like soy sauce, but it's gluten free. Okay. It has no wheat. It's just soybean. Right. Soybean, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Soy sauce <laughs> is soybean and wheat. Right. Which I didn't know that in the beginning. Yeah, it is. It wasn't until we got tomorrow and I was looking at what's the difference. Oh, that's what it is, right? That's I know. what you said back then. Yeah. So tomorrow. Look for low sodium because I'm telling you, it is super salty. Even the low sodium is very salty and you don't want to use a ton of it. But in this, it just packs that great punch of flavor that you need on that tofu. And tofu is great because it soaks up flavor and it tastes amazing. If you've had it and you thought you didn't like it, try this sauce. Just try it. So you're going to, your oven's going to be preheating at 350. You've got a baking pan, a baking sheet, like a cookie sheet. I use a rectangular cookie sheet. And then I have a silicone baking mat. I love the thing. If you do not have one, get yourself one if you can, because you're not going to have to buy parchment paper anymore. You're not going to have to stand and spend five to 10 minutes each time of your life scrubbing that pan down after you've made baked potatoes or this tofu dish or your vegetables in the oven because 
nothing sticks to this thing. It washes up in a matter of seconds. And I use it for everything. We bake cookies on it. We use it for tofu. We use it for baked potatoes. I don't put anything, nothing I make hits a cookie sheet directly anymore. Because that Silpat mat, that silicone mat is called a silicone baking mat. That's what you want to look up. Okay, so now we've got our, our pan ready. It's lined with our silicone baking mat. That took all of a few seconds. We've got our oven on. We've mixed the ginger, the garlic. Now we put a little tamari in there. You might want to start with a half cup to a cup, depending on how much tofu you're making. Maybe start with half a cup. And then just put in maybe a tablespoon of maple syrup, whisk it all together and taste it. If you want it a little sweeter, add another tablespoon of maple syrup. Okay, then what you're going to do is you're going to take your tofu, look up online how to press tofu, because the more liquid you can get out of that tofu, the more flavor you're going to get into it, because it becomes like this beautiful sponge that's going to soak up all this amazing flavor. Okay, so get it pressed out. I have a tofu press. I bought one. It's not an expensive one. It's plastic. It's green and white. You can look up Tofu Press on Amazon. I can't remember. Doesn't the, take very long. Can't remember either. the name of that one, but it's super easy to use. I mean, and you start that while you you make mm-hmm. the sauce, and that way it gets a lot of that It'd liquid out while you're doing it. So you're doing two things at the same time. You're yeah. maximizing your time. There are some that are messy that you have to crank down. This one has two little rubber bands on the side. It does all the work for you, and I'm all about that. So that's the one I have, and it's not real expensive like some of the other. Get gadgets, like yeah, thirteen dollars, yes. maybe twenty. But I use it all the time; it's wonderful. And, and we're still on the original one, and we've had it for a few years mm-hmm. now, so it's clearly well, well a good investment. It. Yeah, <laughs> and so you go ahead, and once that tofu is drained out and pressed out, you're going to take it, and it's a block, and you're just going to cut it into little squares, the si- whatever size you would normally want, maybe like a what, small bite half size, inch, maybe. maybe one centimeter. Uh, maybe a half inch yeah cubes something like that um just think about think of it like a baked chicken that you've cut up into little squares that you want to be in that bowl in that grain bowl that sushi bowl so little pieces of chicken that would be in your sushi all right so you're going to cut that up into squares or cubes gently toss it because it will break up if you start stirring it like crazy you don't want to be too vigorous no so you Cover it's it, more just like kind folding. of yeah, kind of fold the sauce in, and then your tofu is covered. And you could even let it sit for a minute or two. Honestly, if you want to do this overnight, you don't have to. But if you've got time and you want to do it the night before, it's one thing you don't have to do that day. Okay, so you fold it in, in laid it across your sheet pan. By now. I've probably put five minutes time, maybe ten if I'm really going slow into this dish. You pour it out on the pan. You're going to bake it. And it does not bake long at all on about 350 in my convection oven is what I bake it on. And it, once it starts drying up, you check it because it'll stay kind of soft. But once it starts getting a little bit harder and a little bit lightly browned, you don't want to burn it. Keep an eye on it. Then you'll take it out. If you cook it too long, it gets kind of, gets pretty dry and it loses some of its flavor. But you want it to start firming up. Now, you can also cook this the day before, put it in the refrigerator. It gets even more firm, like a chicken consistency as well, after it's been refrigerated. So this is something that's perfectly fine to cook the day before company comes over. It actually, sometimes it tastes better, I think. Um, and then you could just take it out and preheat it very quickly. I mean, it wouldn't take but a couple of minutes just to know. take the chill I, off. I know for a lot of us, we love, we love a lot of cold. these things cold. Oh, yeah, we'll They'd take that Great either way. We'll take the tofu left over and we'll be going in there looking for, where is it? Oh, I ate it this morning. I mean, the kids will just take it out and just eat 
eat it. It's just so good cold. It's wonderful. But anyway, so the early you, bird gets the tofu <laughs> in this house. That's the truth. <laughs> you want to get this tasty tofu done and in these sushi bowls. It doesn't have to be fresh, but you can make it right away when you're, you know, right then when you're preparing your dish and serving it, or you can put it in the fridge and it works great. So that is how you make some tasty, delicious tofu. Now you can add some nut butter in there. If you want to start getting fancy and get that flavor, that's a little bit different of a sauce. It works very well too. It clings to it. It makes a nice flavor. But if you're trying to cut down on calories or you don't want to, for some reason, overeat on nuts because you, you eat a lot of nut butter or whatever, you don't have to or have it at all. Or maybe you just it's don't like, want that flavor for that particular yeah, meal. Exactly. Well, just, it's great without it. You make it however you want. It's great with it, too. It's just different. It's totally a different sauce. So try it both ways. See what you like better. And sometimes I serve one. Sometimes I serve the other. It just depends. Or if you have people coming over, make both and let them decide. Yeah. Which one do you like better? I've been trying out both. That's kind of fun. So now we've got the rice. Now we've got the tofu. And some of my other favorites, I love just sticking baked potatoes, like sweet potatoes, on my Silpat mat, you can yes. do purples, you can do oranges, you can do any style. You can even do the white ones. Um, get those in the oven. How hard is a potato to cook? Think about how hard all these things are to cook. The rice is going to cook in my Instant Pot. Put it in there, put in the water, start, done. Okay, now we've got the tofu. Quick sauce, mixed, fold in, put it on the sheet, done. Cleanup's quick because we've got our Silpat mat in both cases. Sweet potato, you know how you cook those and the goo gets all over? The sugar cooks out. I call it the goo, but it's the sugar, right? It bakes onto your pan before they get done. And when you take it out, you've got this burnt mess you've got to clean up. Not so with a silicone baking mat. That's all gone. right off. So then you freed up your time. I mean, think about every time I cook a sweet potato, I'm saving myself at least five minutes of my life that I'm not going to have to stand over that sink doing these crazy rituals that we get into because we think we've got to cook this way and we just don't. There's so many extra steps that we don't have to take. So you've got your quick instant pot rice. You've got your tofu baked off. You've got your potatoes baked off, which honestly, Mm. you can cook those at the same time. I mean, you can pop them in the oven at the same time. And sweet potatoes just makes a great They're addition. Easy. I don't know that we eat tofu. I'm sorry, eat sushi or sushi bowls now without sweet potatoes. Oh, I love because it gives it a sweetness and it gives it a lot of that stick to your ribs mm-hmm. type of consistency. It's one of my favorite things. And then think fresh mango if they're in season or frozen ones that you can sit out, thaw, and then cut up. That's a great topping. We love mango with the sweet potato on our sushi bowls and with the um, the tofu. Yeah, that's a good combo. Um, other things we eat: cucumber, raw cucumber. We Those do. are cucumber, great. We'll slice them up. Put into the long kids slices. on that. Uh, bell pepper, I believe we've done right. Long slices, avocado. That's another I one of my favorite. It. I love having that, and it, I love it. The flavors mixing with the sweet potato mm-hmm. and the tofu. And I'll tell you something else. That sauce I gave you for the tofu. Mix some extra of that up and let people drizzle a little bit over their sushi bowl. Not a lot. Yes. Tell them it's salty. But if you just drizzle a little bit over your bowl, it is amazing. And the nut butter sauce where you add the nut butter, it's a little thicker. It's really a great option for adding afterwards. Well, and it would be like uh, having a small bowl where you could just dip the sushi. If you made regular mm-hmm. traditional sushi, instead of dipping your sushi in it, you're actually just putting the sauce on the bowl right. itself. And then the other thing I'll say is if you want to avoid sugar or you're not eating a lot of added sugars, even with maple syrup being pure maple syrup, leave it out. 
you don't have, it doesn't have to be a sweet dish. It can be a savory dish. And with the little amount I put in it, it's not really sweet, sweet, but it gives it that undercurrent of sweetness. But you don't have to do that. I've made it many times without any maple syrup at all, and it's still good. So it just depends on what you want. This is where you learn how to tell what flavor do I want. And you can think about all these different things that are, make it really easy, but it make it, makes it the most enjoyable for you because you get those flavors in there that you love and that's what we're all about. You and gotta then, do that. And the beauty is that your guest, if they want to bring a certain ingredient, absolutely, or if they love certain flavors that you don't, they can make it however they mm-hmm. want, and everybody's happy. It works. And that's so what great. you want when you get together for a meal. Yeah, and then I think about um, flavors like. You can leave out some cilantro, fresh cilantro. I mean, some people really like it. It's either a love or hate relationship. Well, and basil might be good. We mentioned that for the the pasta bar, but basil. Possible. Yeah, definitely. Depending, because I know they use that in what, in Vietnamese type Mm -hmm. cooking. I don't put either one of those in my sushi, though. We haven't. I'm not sure that I would want it. But but you you could. could. You could if you wanted to. Now, we forgot a very important ingredient. Let me think. Let me think. What did we forget? Sushi. Oh, the nori sheets. The nori sheets, yes. So you got to have the nori in there mm-hmm. to if if you want sushi. So oh, yeah, it's so good. What do you do? Well, you buy nori flakes. They actually make it's the same as what they mm-hmm. that was what you have in the nori sheets. And what is it's nori? Just, nori, it's a, a type of. I know some people may not seaweed. know. It's a sea vegetable, right? Sea vegetable. Yeah, and yes. so it gives it that fishy flavor that sushi has and so you do want to put that and we usually put that down close to the rice so it'd be the rice the nori sheets then all your veggie toppings your tofu sauce now but i guess you can do that if you, you are want tempted to. to just layer the nori sheet in the bowl mm. you could but i think it would be very difficult cut. to cut mm-hmm. because it's i mean when we make sushi we have to have a very sharp knife to cut through it so I would recommend doing the nori flakes in place mm-hmm. of it. Now, I do want to give a little kind of caution here. Yes. Is that another thing that is available are kelp flakes. You want to avoid those. Not that kelp's bad for you, but it's extremely high in iodine. And, and so, a lot of people are low on iodine. A lot of people are low. So that's a great way. It's a good way to get iodine if you only eat very little at a time. You don't want yes. to overdose on I mean, kelp. We're talking a couple little sprinkles, maybe yeah. once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. I've heard that I think it was a 10 ounce package of kelp would give you enough iodine to last you for years. I mean, that's if crazy. you're taking just little bits over that course of time. So again, if you're doing kelp. a little caution. A little caution there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stick with the nori. Plus, I think it's going to give more of that traditional sushi flavor anyway. Right. So the nut butter um, recipe that I talked about today, if you're thinking, I'm not going to throw this together. I want specific ingredients. That is inside the cookbook. We also, what else did we mention? The Alfredo sauce. The Alfredo, the bolognese sauce. Bolognese sauce. It's yes, so good. Really it's one good. of my favorites. That's in the cookbook. Um, the cookbook is available at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. But it's also available, the members-only exclusive edition that I am adding new recipes to on a regular basis now. That is inside the membership. So you can get that inside the membership. I've been working on a biscuit recipe that is... Well, you tell them what it's oh, like. Oh, it's amazing. They it, hated having to taste test all these biscuits oh, I've been making it's lately. torture. We had to go through several <laughs> rounds where she oh. was. And I say, our recipes are tested and perfected. And I mean that, that mm-hmm. it goes through quality control and <laughs> we have to taste test and we always hate that part <laughs> of it. And then there's the whole, but, I think I might have liked the last batch better. Can we try that one again? Yeah, we need to <laughs> test these again just to be sure. But this reminds me of the biscuits that you used to make right 
right after we got married. The Southern Living the Biscuits. The Southern Living. Buttermilk yes. Biscuits. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very close to that. Right. They're the, so good. They're light and fluffy, even though we make them with a whole grain flour. And then, and that's really the only difference is it has just a little more of that whole grainness than it would be mm-hmm. just a refined white, uh, white flour. But it's it's light, and it's it's amazing. Like we put honey on it. We put some uh, jam, like um, yeah, just an all fruit spread. Chia jam or all fruit spread. Be careful with your jams and jellies. Always look at the ingredients. They shouldn't have any sugar, none at all, at all. Fruit is sweet. Oh yeah, look at the crofters. Um, is it called simply it's, fruit? I forget what I it's called. The, the crofters. One... It's I think it's an all fruit, uh, but it's not no. a spread. It's not called all fruit. It's called, I think it's called simply fruit, but I can't remember for sure. But crofters also has one that they put a lot of sugar in, and they call it a fruit spread. So you need to read your ingredients label exactly. every single time. We sound like a broken record, but you've got sometimes you have to hear these things more than once, and I want you to understand. And sometimes how important we have to be reminded. Is. Yeah, that's so. true too. But, We're just um, that loving voice reminding you, <laughs> look at the ingredients list. Check the ingredients <laughs> list. I don't care what it says on the front of the package. Turn it over. But right now, the membership is closed more than it's open because we want to work with our members on the inside. But right now, it just happens to be open. It's only open, though, through Sunday the 21st at midnight. So do not wait if you know you want in because it's not going to be open again till next year. And people contacting us, when is it open? When's it going to be open? It's open now. So while you're thinking about it with all the Thanksgiving prep going on, join now because we're going to work with you on how to get through the holidays holidays and what do I do when I'm having people over and what do I take to someone's house and all those different things we're going to be talking about that. And then all the resources that. that we have in the membership as oh, well. Oh yeah and that's the other thing what we gave you two of our favorite things today that you can do when you have people over but. You know, well, we, well we have a resource there 12 fun and delicious plant-based food bar ideas so yeah, that's what we shared inside. are two of them from that 12. Right so you can go inside right now and grab the other how many do we share? Two, ten. We share okay. two of the twelve, and there are twelve. So go in and right now get ten more. I mean, you can do that right. They're available right when you join the membership. But that's not all that we're doing. We've done some crazy stuff this time because we're celebrating our fiftieth birthday. So we have opened up a, a ton of extras for the membership, and you can find all about that by going to poweronplants.com forward slash membership and we're also doing a crazy black friday special right now because that's coming up as well and it's an early bird deal and yes. so what you can do if you sign up now to get inside the membership you can get our hour and a half long course where i'm going to walk you through one of the best ways to get started with whole food plant-based and that's with our 10 simple recipes that you can make with four ingredients or less and i have a resource guide but in this video i'm going to take you deeper dive into those 10 different quick and easy meals that you can make of some of the ingredients that I would use and how you put those together and how you make it quick and easy to work with your busy schedule. And that's all inside the membership just waiting for you as soon as you sign up. It's our food formula secret video. Yeah. And so normally we sell that separately, but if you join now, we'll throw that in there. The whole course, the hour and a half long course. Absolutely. And then it's broken up into different areas. So you can like, you can watch it and then it'll tell you what area in the video that the next part starts as well. Yeah. So you can. It's also searchable. 
Oh my word! Our That's platform the is searchable, thing. so if you, you want to look for tofu, you search, you put that in that search term, and it'll bring you up to the exact place and that video where the word tofu is used. We had so much fun. We have just revamped everything to make it special because we've just started opening up the membership to for a regular opening. You know, we did a founding member launch where we had several ladies join us, and it was so much fun to see the results that they got. But this is the first actual opening that we've had of it since we've just redone so many things. We've gotten in there and we chose this platform and set it up in a way, like Jared said, it's searchable for you. So you can go and type any word we've ever said. Like if you're looking for lunch ideas, you can type in lunch, enter, and it will pull up every video and not just the title of the video or the topic. Anytime inside any video we've ever mentioned the word lunch, but it doesn't just pull the video up. It pulls you up to that exact spot in the video. So when you hit play, it'll start playing right there where we are talking about lunch. So it makes it so easy. Well, the search bar is on the main screen, the the home screen of the Mm -hmm. platform so that it's easy to find and it will search through all the videos. So you don't have to be in a certain section to look through certain videos. If you just think, oh my goodness, I remember they talked about papaya somewhere, mm-hmm. but Lord help me, I don't remember where. On the main screen, go into the search bar, papaya, boom, right. it searches through all of them and brings it right up. Makes and it super fast. I'm really excited about the community that we have set up now because it's a different platform than Facebook. We set up a private community, so it's less distracting, but you have an app and it can it can push notify you every time we post something. So what happens on Facebook when you're in a group is nine times out of 10, you're not going to get notified or see that you even have a post within the group. And it's something that you've paid for or invested in, or you just really want to be there and you're missing all the material that's inside. You don't even, it's like, when did they have that meeting? When did they have that Q&A? I didn't even know they were doing a live. I didn't even know this was happening. It's very frustrating. It is frustrating when you're trying to learn. And so we set up the community to be absolutely a beautiful space where you can direct message each other, but you can also um, post just like on Facebook and share and receive ideas. We're absolutely so excited to we're meet all of you. We're very proud of it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of work we went into it. this and we're we're thrilled to well, have this and, and we know and the results. We know the results that people are getting from it as well. And we cannot wait to meet you on the inside. But if you think, I want to know what all those extras are, what are all the bonuses? And we have six bonuses on the inside that we've included, plus the Black Friday deal that I just told you about. You will not find the Black Friday deal listed on the enrollment page. It's something that we just told you about here, and we made it as a special announcement. But you will be getting that when you sign up. And um, if you want explanation about the other six bonuses that are included or what else in the membership? Like what happens once I get there? That's all on the membership sign up page, the registration page. So if you go to poweronplants.com forward slash membership right now, you can read all about it. Everything that's included. We even have frequently asked questions on there. So you can get a lot of your questions answered. And if there are any questions you have about it that we didn't answer there, all you need to do is shoot us a quick email at... Well, What's you the best can, one you want to I would use? say do it support at poweronplants.com. Okay. Support at poweronplants.com. And we'll get right back with you. We have loved hanging out with you again today, as always. If you're new, come back again. We have over 125 podcast episodes that are jam-packed with actionable 
actionable advice. This is important to us. You know, you need those little things that you can take right now and start doing. And if you listen and you think this is all so new and it's freaking me out. Okay, all you need to do is pick one little thing, sister, just one takeaway of something you want to try. If you don't have a microplane grater, get one and start grating ginger into some of your Asian dishes or foods or you could even make ginger tea. We love ginger tea. Ginger's anti-inflammatory. It's going to help your pain go away. I I had frozen shoulder when we first started eating this way. You know, those joint pains and aches that you just think are due to age, they can start vanishing when you start eating this way. It's very typical for that to happen. So start trying some ginger tea on a regular basis. So go to, we actually have a free resource for you with our ginger tea recipe. You can grab that at poweronplants.com forward slash ginger tea. Correct. Just straight ginger tea, tea, no dashes or Mm -hmm. underscores or anything. Ginger tea. We love it. And we'll list that down in the description for you as well. Well, especially with winter being here and it getting colder, that's a great thing to sip on. I was thinking that that. too, because it is known to help open the airways and help with cough if you got a little Mm -hmm. viral something going on. It is actually a fantastic remedy. Mm -hmm. Well, ginger helps to fight bacteria and viruses as well. So it's a great thing to have. All right. Do not forget to go and check out the membership registration page. It closes November 21st on Sunday. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be an exciting, exciting time together. We cannot wait to get to meet you on the inside. We've loved hanging out with you today again, and we will see you next time on Power on Plants.